Welcome to Explore the Word podcast. So glad you could be with us. The Western world is enthralled and very concerned about being popular. The word popular means beloved by the people, enjoying the favor of the people, pleasing to people in general. There's all kinds of popularity contests on TV today. Wouldn't encourage you to watch them all, but there's lots of them out there. Being popular in the religious realm is alive and well today as well. All men like to be popular. Men like the applause of men. That's our human nature. Before his salvation experience on the road to Damascus, the Apostle Paul was one of the most religious men of his time. Acts 26.5 says, After the most straightest sect of our religion, I lived a Pharisee. He was not a Christian. In fact, he was anti-Christian, committing people to prison, murdering people who followed Jesus Christ. He was popular among those of that religion. He was loved. He was applauded. And he was religious. You are well aware that the world is plagued with religion. If you don't know, I'm letting you know. Religion is a huge tool to prevent people from going to heaven rather than getting them there. Man is a religious creature. God made us that way. Man will worship something or someone. Mark it down. It will happen. Years ago, I remember as a teenager watching on CNN or one of those news broadcasts that a tribe in the Philippines was found in a remote area and that they never worshipped anything. And this is the first time that they have ever found this. Researchers were amazed. A tribe with no God. They asked more questions and they soon discovered that this was all a big hoax put on by a local government official. Men worship something. The Hindus have their system of belief. He worships cows, rivers, the creatures, uh, creations, creatures. Uh, Chinese uh, have Confucianism. Uh, Japanese, uh, Shintoism, shrines, Buddha. Uh, Muslims have his Quran. He bows to Mecca. Uh, there, there is all the list goes on and on. Uh, there are some of the bigger ones I, I understand. And in, in the in the realm of Christianity, uh, there are Catholics, Greek Orthodox, Lutheran, Presbyterian, Church of God, Church of Christ, Nazarene, Apostolic, Anglican, and again, I think you get the picture. It can go on. Someone once said to Bishop uh, Talleyrand, "The Christian religion, what is it?" It would be easy to start a religion like that. He replied, oh yes, one would only have to get crucified and rise again the third day. (laughs) Impossible. Now the question that needs to be answered is what is the right religion? The word religion is only found five times in the Bible. I'll give them to you, but we're not going to read every one of them. Okay, I read for you one uh, in Acts, uh, and then Galatians chapter 1. James chapter 1, uh, and then in Titus, and in 2 Timothy 3. I'll talk about religion. Jesus told those who love to pray standing in their synagogues and in the corner of streets that they may be seen of men. Unfortunately, so much religion is about being seen. It's about being per- the perception. The world seems to want religion that will accept them as they are, without a challenge. A religion that goes along with everything that they already believe. A religion that will not object 
to what they are now doing, a religion that will let all men be brothers and still believe whatever they want to believe. Pure religion today is one that does not insult, does not get involved, does not infere, and does not exclude. A religion with no commitments or expectations. Really, a system of belief with no relationship. A religion that does not insist. That's definitely what's being asked for today. People want that. Uh, Folks run a religion that they can rally around, but there's no insistence to do anything. No regeneration. You must be born again. That's what Jesus said. But the world doesn't want that. The world doesn't want that. Our world does not want to be told anything. They don't want regeneration. They don't want to make restitution. Popular religions of our world uh, will insist that you know, just keep doing what you're doing. Don't change anything. Don't think, make things right. You just do what makes you feel good. No restitution. No uh, retribution in the sense of, I'm not looking for, I'm not talking about man getting retribution, but world's religions will insist that there is no eternity in hell because of a sinful life. Right? Life without Christ. They probably would preach, if you live good and moral, you'll be okay, you'll get to heaven. But they will never state that a person needs to come to Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. A religion uh, today that will be popular does not involve. If you will compare true Christianity to the popular religion, you will notice a few things uh, that the religion does not have. A book without error. You know, the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the divining asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. That's in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. Our Bible is infallible, inspired, inerrant word of God. It is never wrong. It is our manual for living a life that will please God. Not please man, but please God. Yet many people would like to, uh, to have their own manual, to make up our own rules. doesn't involve the word of God. doesn't involve the blessed hope. Behold, I come as a thief, blessed is he that watcheth, keepeth garments, lest he be naked, and see his shame. The Bible teaches the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is involved in God's relationship with his people, with God's religion, in the Christianity, true biblical Christianity. We have a blessed hope, and it's in God, in Jesus Christ, through Jesus Christ. The, the world, the religion of this world don't have a blessed hope. It's whatever would make you feel good. Do what you wish. There's no blood atonement. The lamb had to die. That was part of the life of the flesh is in the blood. It was the substitution that was needed. We are not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold, but with the precious blood of Christ. That's in 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 18 and 19. The Bible teaches that redemption involves blood atonement. Man-made religion says you can make it on your own. Be a good citizen. Do the moral thing. Uh, Listen, I'm all for good morals and being a good citizen. uh, But the reality is that will never save you. You know, I had a person upset with me one time. And that individual said to me, you do the things you do because of the way you believe. I think he was trying to make me feel uncomfortable, but I said to him, that's exactly right. And you do the same thing as well. Because we all are that way. What we believe affects how we live. 
that affects our choices. What what you're going to do today, what you're going to do tomorrow. If you believe a fetus is not a person, then abortion is fine. Because you don't believe it. If if you believe that lying is fine, then you won't be honest. Uh, the reality is we need to make sure that we are believing in the Lord Jesus Christ and that blood was shed for all men. A religion that does not interfere. That's popular today. Popular religion does not interfere with pleasures and comforts and habits, plans. <clears throat> if you can come up with a religion that will let man do, be and go whenever he wants to, wherever he wants, and without interference, it will be hugely popular. I'm not talking about a lack of freedom of travel or movement. I'm talking about living a life that's pleasing. Do whatever he wants. It would be the fastest growing religion in the world. Most people want a religion like a coat that they can put on and take off whenever they feel like it. Hang it up in the closet until the next time they feel like putting on religion. And then they take it off and hang it up again. We need to make sure that we are understanding the reality of true biblical worship. Religion, true Christianity, not religion, true Christianity expects us to live for God. Most people treat religion today as a matter of convenience. What's convenient for me? What will help me? No, that's not what true biblical Christianity is. True biblical Christianity is looking to God to intervene, to guide, to lead us. A religion that does not include, religion will be popular if it does not include obligation or responsibility. I love the words that David said, shall I make a sacrifice that which does cost me nothing? There is a responsibility in true Christianity to be involved, to sacrifice. There's obligations, there's responsibilities. You know, there's a responsibility to live right. In true biblical Christianity, live right. Clean heart, clean mind, clean hands. Uh, That means our language is not of the world. Our deeds are not of this world. And so forth. They're rather what God would have us to do. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that shall show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. 1 Peter 2.9 We need to be people of compassion. We need to show compassion, show love. And the people saw uh, them departing and many knew him and ran afoot thither out of all the cities and outwent them and came together unto him. And Jesus, when he came out, saw much people and was moved with compassion toward them. God expects us to have a burden and interest in others. Christian, don't be so excited to think it's just all about you. You know, it's about others. We ought to desire to see people get saved. We ought to desire to see believers grow. We ought to have compassion on those who might be in the ditch of life, for lack of a better word, who are struggling with things, that we're there and we show them the love of the Master, our testimony. We need to have a good testimony based on the Word of God. You know, we, we need to be demonstrating that. We, you know, like the statement, if it walks like a duck, if it quacks like a duck, if it looks like a duck, then it must be a duck. How are you walking? How are you acting? How are you looking? People are sizing you up each and every day, maybe at your workplace, maybe family members, whatever the case. 
do they see the conduct of a person who is Christ-like? Or do they see someone who puts on that coat of Christianity Sunday morning and goes off to church? Hmm. Just as we close off here, you know, these responsibilities that the Lord asks us, according to the book of Hebrews says, the commandments of the Lord are not grievous. Christian, rejoice in being able to serve, surrender those rights to God, to sacrifice. The most popular religion of the world are just that, religions of the world. They are not of the word of God. They are not of God. There is a great need today for the preaching of the true gospel. The good news that Jesus came and died and shed his blood to provide salvation, to provide redemption for all those who would come to him. I hope you will be involved in proclaiming the wonderful good news of Jesus Christ. Don't get caught up with the world's religion. Rather, keep serving Jesus. Until next time, keep exploring the word and looking to Jesus.